Thank you so much, everyone, for joining me again this week on Texas Running Radio. We're on episode six of Texas Running Radio, so that's pretty big news. Pretty awesome there. Uh, and but, you know, we have some big results to recap this weekend. As I'm sure you noticed, we were on site at two different invites, um, both at the Pflugerville Invitational here in Austin. And then Saturday, I traveled out to Houston for my first time, or just north of Houston there in Huntsville, to cover that big Region 3 preview meet. Uh, check it out. We have video coverage and lots of interviews from both of those meets. Uh, and we talked to, to a lot of people, interviewed a lot of people. So lots of great things to look up there and see. Um, and, you know, I'd like to have a big shout-out thank you to both meet directors, Coach Castro at Pflugerville Hendrickson and Coach Jesse Parker from Sam Houston State University. Uh, both hosted awesome meets. I heard lots of good things out there as I was running around the course getting all the race videos. Uh, I think everybody was really happy and satisfied on the both both meets at both weekends. Uh, but now let's get to some results. Um, some big highlights from the Pflugerville Invitational uh, was Daniel Viegra running for his first meet of the season. Uh, he came back. He's come back off a little bit of an injury, but man, boy, did he look smooth. He was running there with his teammate Justin and Tyler for the first uh, good chunk of the race. They, they kind of ran in a pack just as a, like a little bit of a tempo run. But Justin and, and Daniel really pulled away from the end of the, the rest of the group there and finished first and second in 1544 and 1545. Uh, both two impressive runs there. You know, even though they led the the results first and second, it was the team from San Antonio Homeschool who actually took the first place, led by senior Matthew Torvik. He placed third, running 1553. You know, it's a little bit of a surprise, but not really. I mean, these guys have been running very well. They um, won the Austin ISD Invitational uh, week before, as well as I think the Canyon Invitational it was. Uh, the week before that. So they've ran two invitationals as one. Um, and I did reach out to their coach for a Q&A session. So look for that coming um, Wednesday morning or afternoon. Um, so big results there from Pflugerville. Another big thing was Paige Hofstred. She struck again. She won the St. Andrews Episcopal XC Invitational going 1745. Another impressive performance from Paige Hofstead. Um, in that race also, though, the girls' finish, I mean, let's not overlook that. That came down to a very down-to-the-wire finish. Uh, Austin Bowie ended up finishing with 91 points, uh, but Dripping Springs was just behind, just a point behind them uh, with 92 points, and New Braffles finished with 96 points. So a very, very close race uh, between those three teams there at the St. Andrews Episcopal XC Invitational. Next, moving on to the Ken Garland Northwest Invitational, Abby Santora won the meet, leading the Keller girls to victory there. They scored 34 points. That's their second win in a row. Uh, you know, they went 1, 2, 4, 13th, and 14th to get those 30, 34 points. And that, like I said, that's their second win in a row. They won the week before that at South Lake Carroll against some great competition up there. So two big uh, wins for them, those ladies as well. And now moving on to the Region 3 preview. Again, I'd like to thank Coach Jesse Parker. Uh, hosted a great meet. It was awesome being out there. They had a lot of coursework that they did beforehand to prep everything. Uh, they were telling me that they had to pour a whole dump truck load of sand on some of those cracks that were out there in the course to fill those in. So definitely some impressive work put in there. So there's still some more things that they want to improve on for the Region 3, the actual Region 3 meet. Um, but they're definitely going to work on those, and it's going to be even bigger and better, uh, I'm sure, at the Region 3 preview or the Region 3 meet. Later, later on the season. But, you know, back to those results. Uh, on the guy side, this was the first race back for the nationally ranked Woodlands team, and boy, did they dominate the competition. It was just an unbelievable show of force and impressive performance by them. Their varsity guys, they, they went out hard in a first mile. Everybody was kind of together, and then it started to separate out a little bit, mile and a half, two miles, where Daniel Golden just really took it and went for the lead. 
Um, and he just he didn't look back after that. And their they're, they're second and third guy, um, they were right in the mix there in a pack, but they still had a very, very strong finish. Daniel Golden was first. He went 15-46. Three of their top five were sub-16 minutes. They placed almost all of their top seven in the top ten. Their seventh man was 11th. So just a very good, clean clean race by all that. They had about an 18, I think it was an 18-second split between one and five. So definitely an impressive performance. They scored 42 points to win that meet. And, you know, stay tuned because I'm sure they're going to be moving up in the Saucony Flow 50 subjective rankings, which are going to come out Wednesday. Uh, definitely some changes are going to be happening there. Because also on the girls' side at Region 3, uh, Katie Seven Lakes had another impressive team performance. They scored 42 points to win um, their title there. Our guest this week, Esme Fuentes from Senior. But now our guest this week, Esme Fuentes, she placed first this weekend at the Pflugerville Invite. She talked to us a little about her running this season so far, summer training at Colorado at Adams State, and uh, a little bit about the college recruiting process. So here's our chat with Esme. Hello. Hey, Esme, how you doing? Good, how about you? Pretty good. Did you uh, just get done with practice? Uh, no, I went in the mornings. We had practice in the morning. Ah, uh, gotcha. How was your practice today, though? Uh, good. Um, I just let the varsity girls for the 1,000 repeats that they had, and then I did four miles easy afterwards, so it wasn't that bad. Ah, nice. So, you know, um, you know, let's talk a little bit about this past weekend here. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for joining us on Texas Running Radio. Um, you know, You're welcome. It was uh, great watching you run last weekend. Um, you know, talk to me a little bit about how your race in particular played out um, and, you know, so kind of your strategy coming into it. Um, well, my strategy was to win it because I was always tired of losing it. So I was just like, it's my last year. I have to give all my races all I have. I know it's my last year. So I, when, like, the gun fires, I knew, like, I was going to go after this, like, no matter what it took. And then after I saw after the first mile that I was sitting at a good spot, I was like, I just have to keep this pace going and I'll be okay. And then the last stride, I tried to kick it in as much as I had. Gotcha. Yeah. And, you know, you said in years past that you'd finish second and third. So what did it finally mean to kind of get that win at, at this Invitational this this year? I, it means a lot. I know, like, it just means a lot that I actually won it, like, especially since it's my second win in a row. So I was, like, really happy and really excited. Yeah, and, you know, second win in a row, that that's pretty impressive there. Um, Thank you. You know, yeah, you're welcome. What has uh, What's training been like to kind of get to where you are in this point and to be able to win, you know, multiple invitationals in a row? I definitely increased a lot of my mileage since, like, freshman year. Since I started freshman year cross country, I was, like, only doing, like, two miles on the daily because I could barely, like, run. So I barely, I've been increasing my miles a lot and working a lot on my speed because I'm definitely not the fastest on speed. But I've been working on trying to get my endurance up in speed-wise. Um, you know, in particular this summer, what, what are some of the things that you've been working to get that speed, to kind of get that base mileage down to, to get to the point you are in the season now so far? I, over the summer, I went to Colorado for a week at the Adams State Colorado training camp, and I was up there for a week, so I was up there in a high altitude working on working on that as well as as well I, I did a lot of long runs and like a one thousand repeats and stuff like that. Awesome, you know how was it going up there to Colorado and kind of getting that experience in at high altitude and you know one of the best the best division two team in the country um you know, and being able to see those girls and guys run and race at such a high level, 
Um, what was it like to be around that? It was such a great experience. I've never like I've never like really traveled, so like it was such a great experience to get out of Texas for once and actually see like what's out there. And I really loved it. And it was just a great feeling, like running with them. Like I just love the weather. The high altitude was definitely hard on the first day when we did the mountain run. I was struggling. I'm not gonna lie. So I really enjoyed it, but I wish I can go back. Honestly. <laughs> Awesome. And, you know, what are some of your, your biggest takeaways from that camp? What are some of the things that you really learned and kind of helped you out to maybe prepare you for this senior year? I definitely learned a lot about, like, pacing and, like, how to control, like, my my breathing rate when I'm running and stuff like that. Because I usually, when I race, I, like, give it all my, like, all I have for the first mile and a half and then I end up dying. So I definitely learned how to control my pace and stuff like that. Um. And, you know, using those tactics that you've learned in races, apparently, I mean, obviously you've been kind of applying those, um, you know, mm-hmm. going forward, what are some of the big races you're going to hit this season um, and you're looking to also run well in? I'm def- I race at Cedar Park this weekend, so I'm definitely going to give it all I have in that one as well, because I know that one's a big one. And McNeil, I'm not sure my coach will put me in the goal division again this year, but I'm McNeil. I fell short. I got third place. I just six A, so I'm trying to get first A because I'm my coach probably won't put me in the gold division. <laughs> and then you know, looking forward past, I guess the big invitationals of just the regular season. What are some of your goals? Um, I know we touched on a little bit this weekend in our interview. What are some of your goals this <laughs> season? Um, post postseason. Uh, my goal is to win district and not lose by like milliseconds. I definitely want to get top five at regionals. And then I definitely won't see myself like getting top 10 at the state. That's my really, I know they're really big goals, so that's what I'm aiming for since my last year. And, you know, being that you are running, you're running so well this early in the season, what are some of the things that you're going to carry through with you um, that you've been doing well that you continue to want to focus on? Uh, definitely pacing myself and just staying relaxed within the first mile and a half. And then I know I have to save my energy for the last, like, mile so I'm definitely going to start working on that a little bit more because I did I, t- I think I took off too fast at the Fluger invite so that's what I'm going to be working on. Gotcha and you know you being a senior on your team is there any you know advice that you kind of give to the younger girls because um, you know I noticed you guys have a fairly large team um, you know what's some, mm-hmm. what's some of the things you try to tell them and try to teach them? I definitely try to teach them like I know like like, some of the girls don't really like running my team, but I definitely try to teach them that running is, like, such a beautiful sport. Like, if you, like, really put your heart into it, it really, like, it really is beautiful. And I teach them, like, like pain is only temporary because I know they try to give up when, like, it starts getting hard. And our team is, our varsity girls team is getting a lot better. So I've been, like, trying to push them and motivate them a lot so they can, so we can get out of district. And, you know, who are some of the younger, younger talents on your team that you're really helping to propel forward um, that maybe uh, can step up and fill your shoes in the next coming years? Definitely Keely and Maya. I know they, like, definitely put their, like, they step up the plate when I'm not there because they run in a pack together. Like, their strategy is to run in a pack together and then I'll take off. And they are, they're always the one that leads. So I definitely, like, like trust them the most. Mm-hmm. And, you know, has there ever been any races? I know last last weekend you kind of got cut loose right at the beginning. Is there any races where your coach has you, like, run with the pack and kind of pace the girls and then says, okay, you know, two miles, as me, you can just go for it after that, but just pace them through these or any kind of workouts that you guys do that are like that? 
Uh, my workouts are different than theirs, but like when she asked me to, like, if, like today, like today, she asked me if I can help them in their 1,000 repeats, and since it was an easy day and their times are kind of easy on my side, I was just like, okay, so I did that. But during races wise, I take off and they stay in a pack together. Gotcha. Um, and you know, being that you are a senior, what's uh, some of the things you're looking at for college? Are you planning to run in the future? Uh, yes, I'm definitely trying to run for the future, but the college recruiting is kind of hard. I'm not going to lie, since like, I'll be the first one in my family to graduate and go to college, so I definitely don't have that experience of anybody, like, where to go to college and stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a big step. Awesome. Congratulations there. Um, Thank you. What are What are some of the schools that you are, you're maybe looking into or maybe would want to run for, um, you know, and if any schools reached out to you that you're like, hey, I'm definitely going to try to visit there and see what, what's going on? I want to major in nursing, and Tarleton, um, Tarleton is asked, basically giving me a full ride, so I might go there. But my dream college is Adams Bay, but they told me I need to improve by a few seconds so they can offer me a partial scholarship. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. So, um, what are some of like the, the the frustrating things, or some of the things that you're finding in the college recruiting process? Is there anything like in particular that is like, um, you know, that as you look into it? it's just kind of tough. Like, is there a lot of coaches that are like, hey, we can need you to do this, or hey, we need you to do that? Uh, I think the most complicated process is NCAA, honestly, just trying to clear, get cleared by NCAA. And I don't have, like, the best counselors at my school, so they really don't help me, so I just have to do stuff on my own. Gotcha. Um, and, you know, I noticed, I guess, back to the racing side of things, um, that your team, is there anything, these are more fun questions now, is there anything that, you have that are like certain rituals before you race that you do every time? I definitely have to wear my Christmas socks. Those are my good luck charms. If I do not wear my Christmas socks, I do not do good. Why the Christmas socks in particular? Anything special about those or just? I'm not sure. I like ever since track season, I started wearing them and I started getting better. I feel like I started getting better and better. And then I wore them at, I didn't wear them in one cross country meet this season. I think it was the unicorn invite, and I didn't think I did. I was like, I started off the day so bad, and I believe it's my Christmas socks that I didn't wear. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and I definitely have to pray before a race. If not, then I will not take off. Yeah, gotcha there. Um, is there anything with like, I know I saw that, I think it was you and some of the girls on your team had some writing on your legs. Um, is that oh, something yeah, we you have guys Bible do before? Verses. Gotcha. And what are those? What, is there any substantial verses that you write on your legs, or is it just, um, you know, is there one in particular? Uh, we we just started, actually, that race, but I just, like, I don't know. I, that race, I was just kind of, like, like thinking to myself that I really need God to, like, help me get first place and stuff like that. And one of the girls one of the girls told me the Bible verse, and I was like, oh, I might as well just write that. And then I wrote my Bible verse, which is John 13, 7. But I think we're definitely going to start doing that since, like, we're big believers in, like, praying before our race and that we believe that God strengthens us through our races. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Is there any any other rituals that your team has, like, you know, spaghetti dinners or, like, we have this crazy team chant, anything like that? Uh, we always, we always try to go to Gaddy's afterwards and try to eat as much as, like, see who can eat as much as pizza as possible. And they, like, they, I don't know, they, like, they, like, see how many people can, like, take, like, jello. Like, they, like, try to swallow as much as jello as they can in their mouth. (laughs) 
Oh, that's that's really funny. Is there any is there anything like you know, being that this is your senior year, is there any stories that you have that kind of stand out from your senior year so far? Or anything that you're gonna really remember once you do graduate? No, not really. Not gonna. Besides, like we have to wear like running vests because like we have somebody almost got like ran over, so we have to start wearing like colorful, like bright running vests when we run like in neighborhoods because somebody almost got ran over. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, we had to do that in high school as well. Um, <laughs> You know, is there anything else you'd like to add about your season, about your team, uh, college, anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, awesome. Well, you know, we're actually going to be at the Cedar Park invite, so I will see you out okay. there again. Um, and All thank right. you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks, yep. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. So that was Esme Fuentes. Uh, again, thank you, Esme, for joining us. Uh, now to switch gears a little bit. As I mentioned in our interview with Asmi, we will be at the Cedar Park Invitational this weekend, along with we have 20 other meets on the calendar. So be sure to check the site for all the latest updates, results, and more. We're going to try to get pictures from as many meets as we can this weekend out in the Houston, up in the Dallas areas. So we're going to be all over the place trying to get the best coverage to bring you this year in cross country, only the best for Texas Texas mile split. Um, you know, but like I said, Cedar Park Invitational is where we'll be live. We'll have race videos, photos, interviews, and live updates. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Texas Mile Split, Facebook, Texas Mile Split, and Instagram, milesplit underscore Texas. And that's going to give you all the latest and greatest going on in the state of Texas with the running world. But that does it for us here this week on Texas Running Radio. We'll see you out there on the course. <laughs>